I've been looking through old yearbooks, and uh, I think, like, junior... It was either sophomore or junior year in high school. Uh, one of the plays we did was uh, Much Do About Nothing. But our theater director went a little crazy, and this was actually pretty cool. He decided, uh, it's like, we don't know how ticket sales are going to be for this one. So we're going to bring the audience on stage and do the show in the round. Oh, what? Oh, okay. Um, so there was like a, four, four different places for the audience to sit with pathways between them. And in the middle of them was our stage area. And we built a functioning fountain on our on our stage, which was pretty cool. Um, and but uh, doing state, uh, being an actor and doing a play where uh, the audience is on stage with you, uh, I had a pretty small part. Um, but uh, all I could think uh, during my performance is, "Don't fart! Don't fart!" Welcome to Undercooked Analysis. You know, that seems like as good a place as any to start. Don't fart, don't fart, don't fart. Um, yeah. Hi, everybody. It's the show. It's the show that you know with the people you like. Except me. I you, Most people just put up with me, honestly. Unless you, unless you don't know or like us. In which case, hi, and what did we do? I don't know. Uh, should we introduce ourselves? I guess we should. I'm David. Please allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Alan. Hi. Hi, Alan. Kayla's over Thank here. Thank you for allowing me to reintroduce myself. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> Pleased to meet you. Hope you guessed my name. <laughs> I'm the co- I am your... Oh, God. What? I'm trying to remember that line. Like, I'm your MC... Or there's... I'm your are are you are you okay? So we have we have uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> Let me clear my throat. <laughs> uh, I'm Kayla. Hi, I'm Sade, and I've been sober for three months. Congratulations! <laughs> Thank you. Three. Yes, that's an impressive feat, honestly. Uh, so here we are again. It's always such a pleasure. Uh, we are, uh, it's, it's, it's the first, this is the first episode of October that we're recording, actually. Woo! Best month of the fucking year, even this year. Even yep. this year. We're finding ways to make it work. Welcome to Halloween month, everybody. The, the, we, I love that we, our generation has kind of really made it so that the entire month is Halloween and we don't just have to celebrate it October 31st. Like, we usually start like late September. Well, I mean, it was yeah. it was initially kind of forced upon us with like retailers fucking started selling shit all the way back at September. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like honestly, if you go shopping for Halloween shit the first week of October, you're out of luck because that shit's already <laughs> on clearance. Oh yeah, but man, we own it now. Like we own the season. This is what mm-hmm. we do, and even without the usual amount of stuff because of the unfortunate circumstances we find ourselves in, uh, there are still things to do and people getting into the spirit of things kayla and i when we go for walks at night we will see people slowly starting to set up their decorations i like we're walking through we're walking down this one like long green belt and i look to the left and i go 
Kayla, I can't tell if those are just three people standing really still in that yard way over there, or if those are like um, Halloween props. And then we a couple nights later, I go back and confirm that they're Halloween props, which I'm glad about because the other time just spooked me. (laughs) Well, they were like seven. They're like three, like what? They're three Grim Reapers and they're like seven feet tall. Yeah, it was pretty horrifying. Especially because of the, when the time we went over and looked at them up close, the lights were off in that yard. Well, so it's just these three Grim Reaper silhouettes. Well, we walk very late at night, usually around like 10, well, not... Maybe 10, 9.30-ish. 10, 9.30, 10 p, between 9.30 and 10 p.m. So... It's, we're that, trying to avoid people. Yeah. So uh, we get... Whoever does keep their lights on, it looks amazing. Whoever turns their lights off, it's fucking horrifying. <laughs> Wasn't there also a witch sitting in a chair? Yes, there was a witch sitting a prop in, witch sitting in a chair. In a rocking chair. I'm spooked. It's it's spooky. But yeah, but yeah there's stuff to do. Sounds, sounds spooky. No, it's very I, spooky. Uh, I, I, I finally got my hands on a bag of uh, autumn mix. Nice. Um, uh, which is candy corn, har- harvest corn, and uh, mellow cream pumpkins. Ooh. And I'm halfway through the bag. And yeah, mm. it's a it's a lot it's a lot of sugar. That is a that is quite a lot of sugar. <laughs> Fucking mellow cream pumpkins, huh? Yeah, mellow cream pumpkins are the best. And if anyone here is ready to talk shit on candy corn, uh, <laughs> you're wrong. Kayla, uh, Kayla's. I'm a little scared. Kayla is is, is sitting I here. Will, I will keep my mouth shut. I will keep my mouth but shut. But she's biting her. Le- Kayla, is that blood? Is that blood? <laughs> what are we reading? So uh, we actually we've uh, we're returning to our old friend Atticus Garrison, who you know for a while it felt like we were getting stories from like the same three people over and over again. So I want to give some space because we uh, last time we read an Atticus Garrison story, it was uh, in the it was in a shortened shivery. But um, Atticus has contacted us again with saying, I have one more story submission for your perusal to read. Uh, no UCA as you see fit. I think he meant to read on. On UCA as you see fit. Your insight is always appreciated, and I always look forward to listening to your insight and humor. This story is inspired by a real island near my hometown. I will let you and the gang decide what parts are real and which parts are fictitious. Look forward to hearing from you. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Atticus. Thank you, Atticus. We always look forward to, to seeing your stuff. So this should be this should be good. So this this is a no sleep story. Oh, I'm done. Bye. Okay. So um, <laughs> now that Kayla's gone, shut up. <laughs> oh my god, she's back, and she there's no more blood. Are you the real Kayla? <laughs> Surprise! I'm a vampire. She's a vampire. So yeah, this story is actually doesn't have a super no sleepy title. The title of the story is "The Abandoned Island Near My Hometown." Which I guess is a little no sleepy, but not quite. Like, well, it's it doesn't have the whole, <laughs> and I wish I never did. Yeah, it's a, it's a restrained no sleep title. Yeah, well, it's like uh, it's interesting because we've read a few no sleep stories uh, in the past that have actually like when we, the last one or our last episode we read the game, which was a no sleep posted on no sleep, but it was just the game, no other features to it, no long explaining titles, just the game so you know what maybe maybe the balance is starting to shift back a little bit admittedly though um this is posted about seven months ago and uh atticus shared this with us way back in june and i've just been holding off on doing this one for a little while 
Um, apologies, Atticus. I, anything that gets sent to us, we will get to eventually. I promise. So, and I, we do have a, we still have a decent backlog of stuff. I just want to give uh, due diligence when I get a chance. So here we are. Uh, before, before we hop into the story, uh, yeah. there, there is, I have, I have a creepy adjacent, uh, uh, funny little story. I, I, I wanted to get off my chest. Okay. Uh, I was talking to someone about internet horror media. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was trying to remember the name of Dear David, if you guys remember Dear David. Oh, I remember. Wait, I, I re- I've heard of this. This sounds familiar. I doesn't ring Dear, any bell. Dear David, Dear David was the Twitter account about, like, the guy who had the ghost of the kid in his apartment. It's uh, Adam uh, Ellis, right? Wait, yeah. it's Adam, wait, Adam Ellis, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I heard of this, yes. I have not. Adam. Yeah, so I was trying to tell someone about uh, Dear David, and I couldn't remember the name of it. So I said, damn, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't know what Dear David was, but they were like, uh, I'm pretty sure it's not called that. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, like the internet horror thing. Damn, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <sighs> I imagine the situation where, like, someone looks down at someone's shoes and they are like an eldritch abomination. It's like, <laughs> what are those? <laughs> damn, Daniel. <laughs> That's right. Damn, Daniel. And then Daniel goes to hell. But the white converse remain. <laughs> Holy, Holy shit. shit. Um, uh, no, but... I'll show you, dear David. So, uh, Adam Ellis, uh, you know the artist, uh, the one with the uh, three-legged cat? Oh, I- yeah, yeah. Uh, he- I would only know him because of the three-legged cat. Yeah, you're but- always like, here, look at this three-legged cat. Isn't it great? He's adorable. Yeah. I love I love his cat so much. But um, he actually has this whole, like, uh, Twitter thread about his, uh, like, horror stories about being in a haunted house. Oh. And it's called Dear David. Interesting. Okay, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll take a look at that. That sounds interesting. Yeah, it's very long. Just letting you know. Yeah, it's I, fine. Yeah, it was like, it, it started with like, you know, like a, a creepy post, Twitter post here and there about it, and like people were started demanding more of it, and I think he just grew tired of it. Uh, no, it actually got optioned into a film. Oh, oh really? really? Yeah. Which, if it ever sees the light of day, I'm sorry, Adam Ellis, will probably be really bad. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Yeah. It's probably stuck in development hell. Just forever. I mean, it's probably stuck in development hell with a whole fucking lot of things right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, good we, point. We, geek love, stuck in development hell. Development hell, the movie, probably stuck in development <laughs> hell. <laughs> That would be a good, actually, okay, I know we're, we haven't even started the story and we're already doing this, but like, I just thought of this. This is brilliant. Okay, if I may. It's a horror movie about someone literally going into a development hell and it's full of all the ideas for movies that never happened and are yeah. permanently trapped there. And then you could have just like Cabin in the Woods style wacky shit come out of nowhere. Awesome stuff that never got off the ground. I could see it. I like it. Like a purgatory for unmade movies. Sort of like uh, the, yeah, thank you. It's like the, I, I, it's like the, 
like the wasteland concept they had an epic mickey where everything that disney had abandoned and forgotten ended up in one world but in this case it's like maybe a vault it's literally a vault somewhere and the the stuff in it gets unleashed well how far does it go because there's some pilots that have been filmed i'm so i'm saying all the stuff in there would be like you know fictitious because it would be made up for this but it would feel akin to stuff that you would like imagine would have never seen the light of day you know like yeah there's awkward soap operas and like weird weird uh weird things about hitler i don't know it's (laughs) it's kind of like that so there are two scripts i read and i don't think they'll ever see the light of day one is like the best script i ever read that was so fucking funny i laughed my ass off that takes place in a prison that'll probably never see the light of day and then there's this three-hour script about like robots in an underworld with uh with gangsters and huh. i that movie's i hope that that movie never sees the light guillermo del toro's haunted mansion never will see is the there light of day. is there too so there's that Damn it. Yeah. all right let's do this who which order uh let's see what's a good what's another arbitrary way well, we, that we picked this out. We did. We've, we've done alphabetically. We did. We've done my birthday. Um, how about last name? I don't know. I'm struggling here. How about there is an abandoned island near my hometown? Oh God! <laughs> it has long been known to me and my friends as Elders Island. I can't tell you where the name comes from or what significance that it represents. It has been abandoned for as long as I can remember, and for as long as my parents can remember. I lived on the Iowa side of the Mississippi River, about 20 minutes from Davenport, Iowa. The heavily wooded island is home to a number of biking and walking trails, as well as a small corner of the island that has a number of ramps and grind rails for BMX biking. Damn, that sounds bitchin'. I used to go to Eldris Island every summer with my friends to ride our bikes off the assorted ramps and hills. It had a certain aura of mystique to it. There was a rust-coated steel bridge that served as the only connection between the mainland and the island that you had to cross. And to get to the bridge, you had to go through the wreckage of an old corn processing plant that had long been abandoned due to outsourcing. I guess Eldris isn't special in any real respect outside of the stories that we were able to that we were able to make about it to scare each other. All right. All right, I'm here for this. I like this. I like the details. I know I know Atticus said this is based on a real uh place. But you, I do wonder how much is being embellished and how already how much is being embellished and how much is factual. So that's cool. I like that. Decent suspension of disbelief. All right. We're doing this. Here's how we're doing this. Who, once the, once, it's like rolling initiative. Everybody, once the, someone steps in, then it's their turn in that order for the rest of time. So who's after me? It was the fall of 1996. My best friend, Jose, and his cousin, Grace, who came into town every fall and summer break, were always by my side during those weeks. Whenever we were bored of playing Mario Kart together, brackets, one of us kept winning, and we got annoyed and stopped playing. (laughs) One of us would not stop playing Donkey Kong Jr. (laughs) Go ahead. Yeah, keep bringing the fucking blue sparks. I'm not inviting you to my house anymore. That's when they throw the... Fuck this game! I'm done with this. Shit. Did you did you blue shell me? Did you fucking blue shell me? Or just wanted to spend some time outside? 
We would beg our parents if we could go for a bike ride. We never mentioned that we were going to ride to Idris Elba. I mean, Eldris. Uh, <laughs> more like Smeldris. McCavity! Oh, God, please don't bring that up. <laughs> One of these days, we all need to get high out of our minds, and I will, I will, watch, that, I will watch that movie again. <laughs> just, just with you guys. You, you realize that this is what we're going to do when we have the capacity to be together in person again, Oh, no, right? I figured... The, we'll get high as fuck. No, I figured with the time, if we get together, we will be hugging each other for an hour. It's like, <laughs> should we let go? No. No. I need this, damn it. And then, when, and then when I finally want everyone to let go, I would be like, all right, let's watch Cats. <laughs> <laughs> and then... And then most of you were like, well, this was a good visit. Uh, get out of our house. <laughs> okay, no. Continue, Helen. For some reason, we knew that we would be told no if we asked, even though I can never remember asking if it was okay in the first place. The corn processing plant was about a 10-minute bike ride from my house, so it didn't take us long to get there. Also, oh. the corn processing plant was a 10-minute bike ride from my house, so everything smelled terrible. <laughs> Luckily, it's abandoned. Wasn't it like a, a, a decommissioned corn processing plant? Yeah. Is that what it's I don't, It probably smells terrible. Okay. Abandoned due to outsourcing. I, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's true, but I do know that when uh, I lived in Virginia, we lived pretty close to the paper mill, and everything smelled like farts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't fart! Don't fart! Don't fart! There's a fart. Me that's fart, glad fart, I didn't fart. have to deal with that. Oh no! <laughs> We would race through the abandoned parking lot to see who could get to the bridge first. There's a lot of abandoned stuff here. Jesus. Well, I think it's the abandoned parking lot. parking lot of the abandoned corn mill. I figure it is much. The abandoned more. parking lot, which is down the abandoned road that connects to the abandoned uh, island. island. That yeah. day, I remember that it was uncharacteristically uncharacter- warm for an Iowa's autumn's day. And I had my jacket unzipped, feeling like Batman on his bat bike. As I rode past Grace for the first for first place, we spent that day much like most of our days on the island in BMX in the BMX section where we would jokingly attempt to do tricks off of the various ramps that had developed de- devolved into little more than mounds of mud after years of neglect and lack of management. Wait, I'm actually surprised that there that there's a abandoned BMX thing on this island because like no I, no it's uh. It, uh... I, th- I think they're saying, like, it's air quotes a BMX. Oh no! It, yeah, yeah, you're right. Where were the, the, we? There was there was a section where you could. There was an actual BMX section. Okay. Yeah, oh, you're right. It's, but it's 1996. You'd think people would still be using it. Yeah. I don't know. The the and, 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 and you th- and you think there wouldn't be an abandoned you know corn processing plant in Iowa. I think Iowa of all places wouldn't just be like, well, that's all the corn. (laughs) (laughs) No more corn here. Um, I will say that last sentence kind of needs to be a little rewritten because I'm like in the BMX section where we would jokingly attempt to do tricks off the various ramps that had 
devolved into a little more than mounds of mud. Yeah, that needs to be reworded because there's a little tightened, maybe, but you there's know. not really a um, there's not a verb here. Like, uh, there's it's not much of a sentence. It's it's a bit incomplete. So mm. that just needs to be. It's still everything is still clear to me. I can still see see everything going on. That that's the first sentence that I've seen that I'm like mm, mm. that could be tightened. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I'm still I'm still interested. Absolutely. Still interested to see oh no, absolutely. <laughs> We usually spent our day here on this part of the island. I don't know what led us to break from our routine that day. I just remember seeing Jose as he raced down a trail that led away from the dirt mounds, dodging and weaving to avoid the branches and outgrowths that stood in his way. Grace yelled out from somewhere behind us. It was exhilarating racing into the unknown. Into the unknown. We just watched over the garden wall. (laughs) Yeah. Not knowing where the path would lead us, I was I was, I was close behind Jose as we reached a clearing. I made a move to swerve to the right of him as the path wind in front of us. I was so busy paying attention to where he was that I completely missed that we were rapidly approaching the edge of a large pit. That's a punji pit. Fuck. It's gonna be sharp. the edge of a large a large mosh pit. I don't know how we didn't notice it before. Abandoned mosh pit. <laughs> abandoned by mosh pit uh jose was able to quickly slide his bike to the side and miss the hole i was not so fortunate careening over the edge into the ditch below i don't remember much about the fall itself i just remember having a hard time catching my breath i was staring up into the gray autumn sky and gasping for air that wouldn't come it was the first time that I remember the wind being knocked out of me, so my fear continued to escalate until I was finally able to get a full gasp of air into my lungs. I looked hey, around. Out. I just, I just wanted to say this is hella relatable. It, it, who here has had the wind knocked out of them? I have, but it's been a long time. Same. Cool. Cool. Who here, the first time they've ever had the wind knocked out of them, didn't know it was a thing that could happen and freaked the fuck out? <laughs> Not me, admittedly. I was. I, this was because it happened to me during a, a martial arts class. So I was kind of. Cool. I, I was very young, <laughs> and oh, no. uh, I, I was hanging upside down, like you know, like the the dome shaped jungle, jungle gym, a metal one that's just like completely dome shaped. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean those ones that they will never make ever again because they were. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was hanging upside down, like right in the middle center in in the dome. And uh, just lost my grip and fell like straight on my back. Oh! Uh, and was uh, I couldn't? Uh, yeah, I, I had the wind knocked out of me, but I didn't know that was even within the realm of possibility of things that could happen. Uh-huh. And all I could think of was like, "This is it! I'm legitimately dying right now." Oh my god! Ah! Oh. How old were you? Uh, I think I was like. Uh, like nine or ten. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Poor young Alan. Cripes and a half. Uh, I, it was, it was, uh, it was elementary school for sure. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I, I don't blame you for being freaked out. That's not exactly something that's told you. He's like, oh yeah, did you know if you hit the ground, you could feel like you're losing, like, it feels like you got the wind knocked out of you? No, it, it actually happened. Yeah, you can you can feel the you can just like briefly lose the ability to breathe. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fucked up. 
anyway. Anyway. Pause, uh, pause, pause. Sorry, let me... I have to send a message to my mom really quick. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Up Back in through the leaves as autumn covers fall. Dancing in a swirl of golden memories. The loveliest lives of all. Alan, do you know how to whistle? Yeah. Like whistle a tune, not just whistle whistle. <laughs> Fucking hell. Why does every guy I know know how to whistle a tune? What about whistling? So I I can't whistle a tune, but for some reason most like guys that I know can whistle a tune. I can whistle tunes, but I can't do like a like a taxi whistle. Oh, see I could do that without uh using my fingers. It's Oh god, I get him. Wow, I'm not really getting it right now. No, I can hear it. It's gonna come. That works. No, that, that sounds legit to me. Okay. Yeah. Um I've done it louder, that's why I'm like, Oh no, oh. exactly. You can do that. It's amazing. I looked around and saw that I was in a, f- a hole about forty feet in diameter, vaguely rounded, almost like an asteroid crater you see in sci-fi movies. There we go. I fell in a pit. Luckily, there weren't sharpened stakes at the bottom. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Sadly, it was not a mosh pit. I, you know, if it would have been a mosh pit, they wouldn't have had the wind knocked out of them. There's, there would have been a crowd, a crowd surf situation for a bit. And then they would have been, like, you know, just moshed and thrown around all over the place. Alan's next, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Jose followed my gaze to it, too. Wait, no, 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 Jose and Grace. Jose and Grace were looking down on me with worried looks. Is that? They're also just looking down on me in general. Is that the sequel to Will and Grace? (laughs) 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 Goodbye, Will and Grace. Hello, Jose and Grace. Jose and Grace were looking down on me with worried looks. I asked if I was okay, and I remembered lifting my head to nod. There was a loud ringing in my ears. Jose was the first to slide down the side of the hole to me. That's my impression of, like, the person who's trying, like... The white person who's trying, like, way too hard. <laughs> No, you, you got it. Like, Jose. 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 the first to slide down the side of the hole to me. I said it was okay and attempted to slowly get up. As I raised my head, I noticed that my bike was completely screwed. Aww. One tire had been bent and thrown ten feet away, while the rest of my bike was laid by my side. My eyes were then drawn to the center of the clearing. There was a small shed. Not much larger than the shed that Dad kept mom that kept the lawnmower in. I kept mom in. 
This is the fridge horror of this story. It never gets brought up again. But there's the mom in the fridge. Or mom in the shed. Shed mom. Like, wait, what? It looked looked as if it was older than the dirt it sat upon. Also like my mom. Okay. All of this is good so far. One suggestion. Take out 10 feet and just put far away. You're... I, that's a kind of a like iffy thing unless it, it's important you don't need to put how far away it is <laughs> like exact the exact number that it, feet of way it is some people think like that but mm. yeah. uh, it's your turn yeah. okay um, now and now I can your... sound, I'll make it sound even more white Jost followed my case <laughs> <laughs> Jose, Sage is just shaking. I'm shaking my fucking head at all. It's like we can't even see it, but we know. I know. We just fucking know. Y'all know how how fucking white you're being. (laughs) We're being. It's like everybody's being deliberately white. Jose followed my gaze to it too. The shed was a dark brown color with chipped wooden planks barely holding its frame together. I gingerly rose to my feet, worried that any wrong move would send a jolt of pain through my body. Oh, I feel that. God, I know that feeling. It sucks. Uh-huh. Luckily, kids are durable as hell, so I don't remember feeling anything other than mild discomfort. <laughs> <laughs> this is, keep in mind, this, this kid is recovering from having the wind knocked out of them for the very first time. Didn't you once tell me, like, kids are basically made of sturdy stuff? Oh my gosh, they are. Uh, as so- As someone who... As someone who was a kid once, I can say I, I was survived say, a As lot someone worse. who teaches them martial arts, who has taught them martial arts. As someone who repeatedly punches kids in the faces, David knows how to turn <laughs> children off. So many kids just absolutely punch in the face. Like, like you can shoot a kid in like a third of the time. Wow. By this point, Grace was in the... Is this where you go to the monologue from Hard? I shot a kid. Alan Alan Cheney, 2020. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you could, like, shoot a kid. (laughs) But, but, Jesus Christ. Could you shoot a kid in the middle of a crowded Fifth Avenue and people would still vote for you? (laughs) By this point, Grace was in the pit with us, and we were all three looking at the shed. None of us moved for a few seconds. I don't know if it was just because of how out of place it looked or some unnatural force that was holding us together. Or holding us there, sorry. Jose was the first to break. Let's see what's inside. I remember him saying just loud enough for us to hear. For some reason, none of us wanted to make a lot of noise. Maybe Arthur Jackson is in there. Wait, what? Like, or, or no one wanted to wake mom up because she's sleeping in the shed. <laughs> I'm assuming both Jose and Grace are siblings. Uh, they said, didn't say. Uh, they said they were cousin. They're 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 are they protagonists' cousins. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, wait. Scroll up again. It's, it, they said it very early on. It was um, uh, and his cousin. They're cousins. Cousins. Okay. Well, I'm assuming they're both Hispanic and. You fucking know you don't wake up your mom if she's sleeping. Shut <laughs> the fuck up if you don't wake her up. <laughs> well, the, the, the reason they're so scared of the shed is it looks just like the shed at home where the mom stays. <laughs> that's, uh, I hear that's how you get a chunkla. <laughs> oh, there's so many ways to get the fucking chunkla. <laughs> 
Y'all don't even understand. As I started slowly stepping towards the dark shed, I started to follow. Each of us taking deliberate steps, trying not to make a noise because we didn't want the chancla. (laughs) Wait a minute. Hold on. Dark shed. Dark shed's in there. Wait. Oh, shit. Dark shed. Wait, what? Dark shed's luring them into the shed. I'm... From from the from the 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 garbage the garbage the dumpster fire contest. Oh shit! Remember Dark Shed? <laughs> Amazing creepy pasta icon Dark Shed. Oh, oh. Sorry, carry on, carry on, say it. I'm sorry, but it's very important that we acknowledge Dark Shed. Great. Carry on, carry on, my wayward say. <laughs> <laughs> Grace hissed after us to stop pleading with us to turn around and just go home. As we got closer to the shed, I began to hear a noise, a faint tapping noise, rhythmic and slow, almost like the sound of water droplets dripping into a glass or like fingernails tapping softly on a wooden table. I stopped when I heard the noise, but Jose persisted. Nevertheless, Jose persisted in waking mom up. No! (laughs) I remember whispering to Jose and to Jose that Grace was right. We should just turn around and head back home. It was going to be getting dark soon. There is no way out of here. It'll be dark soon. Jose It'll be dark soon. <laughs> <laughs> Jose wasn't listening, at least not to me. Just one sec, I remember him whispering as we approached the door of the shack. He opened the door and walked in. I couldn't make out many features of what could possibly be inside. I eventually yelled after Jose, now beginning to panic as the door began to close behind him. It was too late. When I got to the door and swung it open, Jose was gone! Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> and that's my magic trick for the day. Thank you, everyone. It's a, disapp- it's a, it's a, it's a disappearing shed. I thought they were going to open the door and be like, see a TARDIS on the other side. <laughs> The shed was empty, aside from a hole in the center of the padded dirt floor. Oh. Shit. There's Jose in the hole in the... Jose <laughs> <laughs> in the hole in the shed in the bottom of another hole on the <laughs> island near the corn plant. Abandoned. A tapping noise seemed to be coming from the direction of the hole. Grace was close behind me, and we both slowly crept over the hole, looking down into it. There was nothing there. At least nothing that we could make out in the dim light of the shed. We yelled out Jose's name down into the black expanse and heard no response. We couldn't see the bottom of the butt. (laughs) Couldn't see the bottom of the butt? Couldn't see the bottom of the butt. I could swear, and in the pitch black of the pit... I could make out a face angled up at us. Eyes and mouth closed shut. Looking back, it was probably just pareidolia. What the fuck is pareidolia? That's when you see faces. I think, well, I'm assuming it's the thing that our our mind likes to see faces, so it will just take, like, shades or whatever and make a face. That's how the, like... That's like how the Bloody Mary thing works. Yeah. Right? Like if you stare at yeah. something long enough, you're you're probably gonna start to see a face. Well, that's an SAT word that I did not know. I'm glad I learned it. I've learned something new today. Hell yeah. Thank you, Atticus. But 
But I stared at that space in the darkness for what felt like minutes, waiting for it to move. Um, we couldn't see the bottom of the butt, which is <laughs> a little scary because I'm starting to think that this shed might actually just be an outhouse. Yeah. Oh no! no it, oh no! All that's in there is a hole Poor in the floor. Jose. <laughs> Poor Jose. <laughs> Grace was panicking at this point, beginning to hyperventilate and almost scream out Jose's name. I just couldn't look away from that face. The tapping noise grew louder still. In the dark of that hole, I could just start making out more and more features of the face's dark outline. It looked like a female face, maybe late 20s or early 30s. Then its eyes opened. And re- are, you, are you sure it's Paradoilia? <laughs> uh, then its eyes opened and revealed... Uh, to revealed to reveal <laughs> dark revealed to reveal dark pits that seemed to consume everything else around him. The face disappeared, and there was only darkness. All that I see. Uh, okay, this is a awkward. Okay, like I was with you here, and then this got awkward. Yeah, I I don't know. Um, interesting. Well, I think the thing that's that's getting to me is that. Uh, but I was probably just paradoilia of me seeing this 20 to 30 female face open creepy black <laughs> well, eyes at me. I mean, he did fall. He could have a concussion. That's that also true. true. Hmm. But I think they are could, recovering from it fairly well. Uh, that might uh, that could That's be brought up though. Like they, he could say, like maybe it was the fact I had a concussion mixed with paradoilia. But well, let's see where it goes. Let's see what happens. Is it my turn? Yeah, I think I think so. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I woke up laying back on the ground of the dirt pit where I had initially fallen. I now I now I now stared up at the cloudless night sky. There was no sign of Grace or Jose. I stood up quickly, too quickly. My head began to spin. I noticed my damaged bike lying right where, right where I remember it. I thought about yelling, but I resisted, being scared and alone in the woods on an abandoned island in an abandoned hole near an abandoned shed with another abandoned <laughs> hole. Sorry. Where the fuck? Wait, wait, okay, finish your paragraph, but then I got to. On abandoned. Being scared and alone in the woods on an abandoned island kept me from letting anything. Kept me from letting anything that could be lurking in that darkness be aware of my location. Mm-hmm. Then I noticed that the shed was gone. Not just out of sight because of how dark it was. It was gone. I keep telling you, it's a TARDIS. It wore, it voiped out. What the fuck happened? Okay, go back up. Scroll up. Okay, was then it... there was only, the face disappears and then there was only darkness. So there was I only... guess the protagonist blacked out. Then say you blacked out. Why would, mm, I, it makes, I mean, it makes sense. It says, I woke up laying on, like that's. Because you, they're describing like you're staring at something and then you stare at a face and then Darkness. So I'm assuming suddenly the face disappeared. Not no. That's you... not what I'm. That's not what I'm getting at all. Like no, it it, it works for me. Okay, maybe I, I for me I was uh, like, and then there was darkness. I didn't realize he blacked out. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I get I, it. I, I didn't. I don't think he blacked out. Some. Where did it say he blacked out? Well, well, it well, doesn't. It goes from the face disappeared, and then there was only darkness. Then the next paragraph, I woke up laying. So yeah, I mean, you could finish that last paragraph being okay. like a little confused, but it, I feel like it clears up when he says, I woke up laying. Like, oh, the, by dar- only darkness, it means he blacked out. I, I think, th- 
I don't know. I don't like like, and then there was only darkness. I think he, that could have been a little more clear, like uh, saying like, uh, I, it's like, uh, like, and then I must've blacked out. Then I must've blacked out something of that nature. Cause uh, or even describe how you're feeling like you're blacking out. It's like my head started to spin and I started to fall back. And then there was only darkness. I, I focusing on the face and then saying, then there was only darkness in my brain. I was like, okay, still looking at the pit. Something creepy happened. Black pits seem to consume everything around them. Then the, the face disappeared. So it's like eyes open and then it's like, Whoa. well, because there's like real dark pits. Like they're talking about there's how there's pits and darks and darks and pits. Yeah. Like they're talking about how like the dark outline and then I, it, this is like a, this is like a Russian nesting doll of, of, uh, of, <laughs> of dark abandoned stuff. Cause you've got, it really feels like it. You've got the larger, um thing with the abandoned uh corn processing place then the <laughs> island then the pit that you fell into with the bike then the shed then the hole in the shed <laughs> then the creepy face in the hole in the shed like it's, and then into the in, into the dark pits of eyes that is in the shed or in the it's, hole it, it's in a dark dark wood yeah in a dark dark wood there's a dark 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 house in the dark dark, dark dark house there was a dark dark door like that kind of thing i think i kind of get what Atticus was trying to say it with this line, but it, it could be made clear. I do agree yeah. with you. It could be made a little more clear. Yeah, yeah. Still, it's I'm interested because, like, you know, the this paragraph implies too that for all we know, um, our protag fell into this pit and just was unconscious, and this is all like some weird. This was all a maybe, that's, maybe maybe it's supposed to be intentionally vague. Maybe it's not supposed to be cut cut and dry. Oh, I blacked out. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's you know. We're, we're trying to we're, we're getting the scope of I was in a shed and now I am no longer in shed yeah I mean it even says I woke up laying back on the ground of the dirt pit where where I had initially fallen mm-hmm. I yeah. think it what I'm getting from it after reading the last paragraph that I read is that we could it either something weird just happened and he's waking up somewhere where he wasn't a moment ago or he fell never got back up and everything we he just saw with the with the shed was a concussion of sorts or something from a concussion perhaps well we'll see i guess yeah now we got some ideas here this is interesting i hesitate oh I hesitantly what? walked towards no, the speaker. No, no, no. We... No, no, no. No, 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 I, no that's right. right. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Never mind. Never it's okay. Mind. I hesitantly walked toward the space that I remember the shed occupying, and it was just dirt. No hole, no remnant or, or evidence that any structure had once stood there. I began to panic. I started to cry. I don't remember how long I stood in that pit crying before I heard the voices. Far off at first, but as they got closer, I began to recognize they were all yelling my name. I was scared until I recognized one of the voices among the chorus. Mom, you came out of the shed to find me. (laughs) I ran. I ran so far away. I couldn't get away. Uh, I ran up the incline of the pit, climbing and clawing at the dirt to get closer to my mother's voice. When I got to the top, I saw flashlight beams darting back and forth throughout the woods in front of me. Excuse me. Flashlight tag is the game of the game. I tried to tell my family everything that happened in uh, one flurry of words. No one really believed me. 
and I eventually just stopped talking about it, much to the relief of my parents and school faculty. The months after that are, large, are largely a blur. Groups of people looking for Jose and never finding any trace of him. The only sign that he had ever come with us that day to Eldris Island was his abandoned bike. Hmm. So many abandoned things. It's like this island needs to make sure that anything that goes there gets abandoned. Grace stopped talking, removing herself from everything. From what I could gather in the years after Jose went missing, Grace had ridden her bike home, frantically telling all the adults she could find that her brother was missing. No one I talked to remembers her talking about a shack. A few years ago, I tried to contact Grace to see if she remembered the events like I do. I couldn't find anything on her whereabouts. She isn't on social media. Wait, how old is she to, like, fucking disappear? I think yeah. I think this is yeah. I think this is years later. She only mentioned in passing. She isn't on the social media. She only mentioned in passing in a handful of newspaper clippings that I found regarding Jose disappearing. That I asked my parents if I knew if they knew about her, and they said that they lost contact with her family as soon after Jose disappeared. Sorry, I gotta take a photo. It's all good. You what? Hello. Hello. Gang? What is happening? Uh, oh, Sage's Sage, Sage Sage muted. muted. But I can't hear uh, Alan. Uh, oh, oh, there he is. <laughs> okay, we were just worried for a second that something something sinister had happened. Um, I think Sage fell into a pit, a punchy pit, and found an abandoned outhouse that turned out to be a TARDIS. <laughs> but... In there was Mom and Arthur Two Sheds Jackson and Dark Shed all plotting <laughs> together. Jesus Christ. Uh, should I wait? Should we wait for Sadie to get back before I finish this last paragraph? Yeah, we can wait. There'll be a nice long silence here that future David will notice and then can edit around. Mm-hmm. By the way, Gracie, calm down fairly well. Yay. I think it's working. She's just all curled up against your back. Not going to the sleepy hat. She's a little sleepy hat. She's so cute. I'm so sorry. My mom called me in like the middle of that paragraph and I was like, She's going to fucking yell at me if I don't answer. No, no, so I totally understand. Yeah, absolutely. Let me cool. reread that last bit. Go ahead. Sure. <laughs> I'm going to edit this later anyway. So, <laughs> so don't worry. No worries. She isn't on social media. She was only mentioned in a passing in a handful of newspaper clippings that I found regarding Jose's disappearance. I asked my parents if they knew about her, and they said that they lost contact with her with their family soon after Jose disappeared. So, so I have questions. Okay. Yeah. Let's go back and reestablish. Well, we the have one more paragraph. Hold on. I need to. I need to see this real quick. Uh, my best friend Jose and his cousin Grace. Okay. Who came into fall every into town every fall and summer break. Okay. So can we, okay, we got one more paragraph. And then once we finish that, then I think we can start asking. Okay. okay. All right. All right. 
As I grew older, I eventually explained away my recollection of the events as a concussion-induced hallucination dream. Despite this, I still sometimes awaken in the middle of the night to the sound of a light tapping noise of the sound of fingernails gently rapping on a wooden table. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I like I like that because it's that's like something subtle enough that you could miss here. I what, what, what that's that, that 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 like ending noise is like so so many things could sound like fingernails tapping against the table. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that too actually. There we go. There's some ASMR for you. Okay, so just what? just knock shaving a haircut and see if it responds. <laughs> um, my my one complaint is I don't I don't know I don't know that he, that it was needed to to spell out quite so much. Like I can't tell if I imagine that because of a concussion or uh, if it really happened. Like I I think I think we gathered. Yeah, I, I think that's over-explaining it. I think I think we kind of gathered the possibility that that could that could go either way. This could be something actually supernatural, or it could be uh, a concussion. Something that something that happened after uh, oopsie doodled your head. <laughs> um, I feel I feel like. Uh, like if they're looking at in the pit, when they have. I don't know, like, um, I usually carried, like, a flashlight or, like, a keychain on me with a light or something. Well, this is, but this is 1996. Even, like, no, like, even during that time. I really? Guess. Yeah. Hmm. Like, if I'm, uh, I used to ride bikes when I was a kid, um, like, in the late 90s and, um, with friends and stuff well, like that, so. Kayla, were- I, I, I would counter with, I would counter that with, uh, you were probably a smart kid, and typically, <laughs> typically kids are real fucking dumb. Okay, okay, okay. That's fair. Because um, I feel, I don't know, like, uh, um... By the way, if you're listening to this and you're a child, I don't care. Um, <laughs> look, Alan, Alan's what, already made clear that he doesn't are, care about children. What are you, you going to do? Tell your mom? <laughs> Fuck you, you're fucking dumb. <laughs> I, I don't know, something, it's like, for the most part, this is great. I really do, you know, like, I like the realism of it and all that. I think when it gets to the part where Jose walks into the shed, suddenly disappears, and they are looking in, and then all of a sudden, there's a face, and I blacked out, and then uh, Jose is now missing, and we never talk about it ever again, and maybe it's a concussion. It's like, okay, but Jose clearly went missing. We're not going to talk about like what happened. Like he said, "Oh, I spoke to Grace about it." And it's a fine line to walk with that because you want to keep it ambiguous, but you also don't want to over-explain what's going on. And I get what Atticus is trying to do here. The, the stories Atticus is trying to write, wrap the story up in a way that you know is concise without having it go overboard. Mm-hmm. I know I've been accused of. With the grad, the two grad night stories, yeah, having way over explaining the endings. I know. I, I think I got a little better in the second one, and I'm. I feel the third one, which no one has ever read, uh, <laughs> is my best one in terms of how it ends. But um, 
Uh, yeah, I just like I, I get the I get the I, I get the struggle here. This is a very it could be a very tricky thing to do because you've had the inciting incident happen. It needs to be left ambiguous, kind of. But you and you have to sort of find ways to give it plausible deniability. Mm-hmm. So, but he went missing. Like, and this is something that does happen, right? And it's like we need a. And now it's like there's two stories. There's a story that does deny, like Grace's story denies his. So I feel like it's also a little like Grace stopped talking and and now we can't reach her. Like it's a little too convenient for me Mm -hmm. in that. I'm also like, also, wait, is this, did they say this is 1996? How much social media is not that much. Well, this is. I think the social like, media thing was like years after the fact. Years like okay, yeah. that makes more sense. Because I'm wondering how old these kids. I think that are. was that's him. That's him. Like remembering the story later in life and trying to get in contact with Grace. Okay, like that's yeah. Hmm. Because I mean, on, it also, I mean on, there's also like the bit of like, oh, we lost contact with that family, but if they're cousins, then the parents are all siblings somewhere in the parents they're siblings so if it's like i don't know i guess i right there i do want more more reasoning for that because it's like okay if grace is avoiding social media she's just avoiding people in general how are you gonna lose contact with the family especially if this is a hispanic family like mm-hmm. that's that's for me is harder to believe it, if right, it but our protagonist like, our protagonist is not our protagonist is not related to their cousins aren't they no, no. no, it's just oh, just just oh, okay. I thought Grace he's, and Jose he's... were his cousins. No, 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 no. Jose was his best friend, and when Jose would come down for summer and fall break, uh, Grace would come with him. Oh, okay. I thought it was Grace and Jose were siblings who were his yeah. cousins visiting. Okay, yeah. Grace okay. and Jose are cousins. Oh, but even even okay. then, I, I'm with you. It's a little too so convenient that she just happens to not be on social media and. I mean, I wonder if it, if Atticus was trying to say maybe Grace did see the same thing and doesn't want to talk about it or acknowledge that it happened the way that the protagonist remembers it, and is that and that that's why she stopped talking. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's possible. I think that's. I definitely get what Atticus is going for there, but <laughs> like, and and someone not being on social media is not that weird. But I guess I think the thing that's getting to me is like. It's just Grace stopped talking. You'd think what would happen is it's not that Grace didn't want to talk, but the family, Grace's family probably were like, you're never speaking to that that person again. You're never speaking to another family. You're never going back to that part of Iowa. And it was more of an isolating thing. Like the narrator loses touch with Grace mostly because that family is going to be like, well, after this tragic incident, they're just going to you know, cut ties entirely, you know? Yeah, if they, like, like, they blamed the protagonist for Jose going missing and thus want nothing to do with him. Yeah. his family. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then the, there would be, it would be hard to be in touch with someone who went after a situation like that, especially, again, in the, you know, mid-90s when, you know, that, that sort of thing was a lot more plausible. You didn't have easy internet access or cell phones or anything like that to do, mm-hmm. to get in touch with, so... I can tell you, I definitely lost touch with people. In- you kids with your hula hoops, Dan Fogelberg, and Pac-Man video games. <laughs> I do I do feel like it's a little too 
convenient for him to black out. I mean, wouldn't it be more interesting if like this happened and they weren't sure what to do. And then they say, okay, let's go find the adults. And then they came back and there's nothing there. Well, I think, again, I think, I think, I think the blacking out, I think the reason they didn't say just, I blacked out is to imply that it was either a concussion or something actually supernaturally natural happening. Yeah. That's starting to click together for me. Like I, like I, it's, I like that we don't get an explanation. We don't need one. This is like one of those. Just it, here's a weird thing that happened, and I don't know how to explain it. But here's what I recollect. No, so. and I, 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 I get that. I just think there's a couple of things that are a little too convenient. I, I feel like this could have been this. This story could be a little more tightened in a way. Like I, I'm not sure how to word it. Um, because I'm, I was with them. Like. Totally understand. Like you're, it's summer. You're riding a bike. You're having fun. It's and then all of a sudden you fly off the edge and you're like, and it's like wind knocked out of you. Yeah, that's a frightening thing that happens. Totally can believe that. Like this whole thing was a concussion. But I think it's the. I feel like the description of him looking in the hole and then seeing something, but not sure how to explain. And then it's a little too, I don't know, detailed. I, I can't explain it. There's something. It's, is, is it weird to say that I'm a little underwhelmed by, like, I, I didn't find the thing in the well particularly scary. scary yeah, neither Or unsettling. I. I don't, I don't think the thing in the well is the point so much as the, like, well, did he get a concussion or did this supernatural thing really happen? But again, that's not, really, that's not really an, ex- that's not really an excuse. You could make the thing in the well. Um, more threatening, but yeah, or more, or more, um, yeah, more enigmatic, more. Um, but again, I think, uh, I, I don't think that premise of it being either a concussion or something that really happened needs to be laid out as explicitly as it is in the ending, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I think I think we get it. Yeah, I think we get it. I, I get it. Yeah. Nah, I get it. <laughs> I just think this there, there's like a like you said, David. I'm a little underwhelmed, and I think I think there's a way to make this a little more. I don't want it did not not scarier, but just kind of more eerier. Like yeah. Like everything felt so realistic, and then up to the supernatural point that I was just like. Mm. I think it's I think it's because you and I have been through so many years of of reading very similar stuff, and it's like in order like an, an anonymous shed with an anonymous hole, and then a creepy thing living in the hole or something. I used to play entity. <clears throat> I used to play base for anonymous hole, <laughs> <laughs> which is because Glory Hole was already taken. I was going to say, <laughs> was your rival band Glory Hole? Yeah. Someone, someone jumped right on top of that. We, we, we couldn't get, uh, couldn't get the right, right glory hole. Someone jumped right into that hole and got the wind knocked out of them. I, know, I feel like there, some, something should be added with like a touch more realism there. Because I mean, this whole thing felt so realistic up until that point. And I'm just like, I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm having a hard time putting my finger on it specifically. I'm not super against the the sudden turn into like oh something supernatural happening. Um, I kind of if that was what 
they were going for like oh shit something creepy and weird's happening i wish maybe then it was even weirder not like really crazy crazy but just like i don't know a little more captivating but i think the whole Mm -hmm. attempt was to just leave you wondering okay did this happen or did it not happen like was it a concussion and they were seeing shit or did something fucking happen um Nope. And I it's think real. <laughs> <laughs> really happened. I think it definitely needs a little more polish in in trying to convey that. Because yeah. I think there's like little there's little things that uh aren't so tight that is distracting from from what the goal of the, the story is. Mm-hmm. Do we want to give this our freshest ratings? I will give this <laughs> An abandoned mm. chunkla. <laughs> <laughs> I will give this uh, a. I will give this seven uh, Yoshi's out of uh, possible ten uh, shy guys. It's <laughs> a lot of shy guys. I'll give this um, a abandoned shed in an abandoned crater in a, on in an abandoned island next to an abandoned <laughs> cornfield. Oh, and an abandoned bike is thrown in there too. I will give this uh, uh, one out of three children because <laughs> one of those children went missing. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Just so you know, Atticus, I, 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 and, that's, I, and, that, and that's the kid that couldn't survive the bullet. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. What the look, fuck? Look, all the other kids with the pumped up kicks. Oh my God. They better run, better run I, faster than my bullet. But I, I will say that, Atticus, this is actually very well written for the most part. The writing is very clear and crisp. It's a very cool setting, actually. I'm, I'm just harsh because... That's what I do. Yeah, uh, and then, you know, again, this is what you're you're asking for, right? When you send us their stories. So if you want to get the same treatment, you can send us your stories. Intrepid listeners, go ahead and submit those stories to midnightmarinera at gmail.com. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, there. no, no. I basically... I found I, a way to segue. I basically don't... Whenever... Um, I don't want any writer to be like, oh my God, Kale hates my story. No, I actually genuinely like this story. Um, I just think this part, there's parts that can be stronger. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with yeah. it. Send us more stories, everybody. Yeah, yeah. We our our, our Davey, inbox is always Davey, open. Davy Davy Hungy, Davy Davy Hungy, feed Davy stories. <laughs> me Hungy, feed feed now. Then me go to out to Wooden Shed Outhouse, and uh, I don't what's know what's going on on Creative Horror. Uh, stuff like you know. A, people submitting their stories. <laughs> and B, uh, Boo Olympics is happening. I'm glad I'm glad David read that prepared answer. We <laughs> hey, you know what's happening is a lot of cool stuff. Boo Olympics are still going on, for example. You still have yeah, time. Are. You still have time to submit your story to our writing challenge, our Creepy Cooking Staff writing challenge, where you can take one of the prompts that we set up in Creepy Cooking Staff uh, one of those selected prompts and spin it into a story, a short story. There's a certain word count. 
uh, for us to read. And uh, we will, at the end of October, we'll compile all the interviews. You have until what, October 30? You have till midnight of October? I'm pretty sure it is. Okay. Or 11.59 p.m. October 30th. Deadline is Halloween. Uh, okay, hold on. I'm pulling up the website. I'm pretty <laughs> sure uh, it's even. Oh. It is on the. Uh, we just, are so professional. So We're- professional. Uh, okay, October 30th, 11.59 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Boom. Is the deadline. Right. Yeah. <laughs> for the creepy creepy cooking staff story contest the, you can the, find the prompts and all the details of how to submit what the prizes are what the prompts are all on creativehorror.com uh you can also find details for the other part of the Olympics contest which is the costume contest um yeah fucking i will definitely win which we will win I will win. Best fiends. Monarchy when you're standing <laughs> next to me. <laughs> Anywho, uh, <laughs> uh, we also got a Midnight Marinara coming out on October 30th. Yes, indeed. A brand new one that is in the works right now that Kayla has written. Uh, have we, we have we revealed the title? I, I don't think we've revealed the title yet, but I think we'll leave that yeah. dangling. Like a tantalizing cherry scrotum, <laughs> scrotum, yes, hanging over a hole with a twenty to thirty something female face <laughs> at the bottom. Does that come out Halloween night or the night before? Uh, it's going to come out. Ideally, it's going to come out on the thirtieth because okay. um, the thirtieth is technically the seven year anniversary of Midnight Marinara. Our first episode released October thirtieth, uh, twenty thirteen. So Damn. yeah, wow! You huh? know how we're gonna fucking celebrate is on a stream. Hell's yeah! Oh, we have a stream. That's right. That same night, October thirtieth, we are going to be streaming. And can we say that we're just gonna? Can we just? Put, we're covering pumpkins on stream. Yeah, we're covering pumpkins. We're yeah. covering pumpkins on stream. You're gonna be able to see how beautiful faces. Is it? Uh, are, Unless is they wear gonna, a mask. <laughs> is this gonna be a charity stream? Maybe we we were gonna make it a charity stream, but we'll we still gotta finalize those details. If so, it's not a charity yeah. stream, that's okay. But if it is, that's also okay. It'll still be fun no matter what. Thank you guys still for coming to our past charity streams. <laughs> yes. Well, our last two streams were were successful. People turned came in, they donated what they could, and it and- was it's very moving that you guys not only support the shenanigans that we do, but some really good causes. And if and if I could stress one thing uh about all of this, uh it's that yes, shooting kids is bad. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. But like, not as bad as people make it out to be. Please don't shoot anyone. <laughs> Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinara, and this podcast is part of CreativeHorror.com, a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at CreativeHorror.com. Ha, 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 ha.